This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand On the Air. Across the Airwaves with Lung Talk, presented by Asthma Otago. Tune in the first Wednesday of every month at 12 noon for information on how to better manage breathing problems on Otago Access Radio, 105.4 FM. Good afternoon, listeners. Welcome to Lung Talk. Today I'm talking with Linda, Linda Paris, um, and we're going to be talking about breathlessness and breathing, one of the life's little luxuries. Linda. <laughs> Thanks, Murray. Hi, everyone. Um, yeah, I'm Linda Paris, and I work with Asthma Otago, um, and we're in Dunedin here at Community House. So, um, yeah, so we're going to have a bit of a chat today about breathlessness. Now, um, as you'll appreciate, Murray, um, it's certainly one of those things that really tests us. And everyone breathes. We all breathe. We need to breathe. Um, however, sometimes um, when we have... Um, particularly lung conditions, um, we get breathless. Um, so we're going to have a bit of a chat about that today and just some strategies that might be helpful for those out there listening around managing that breathlessness. So firstly, I suppose, um, why do we get breathless? There's lots of reasons why we get breathless. As you can appreciate, um, Lots of conditions can make us breathless. We're going to focus on um, our breathing and, and our lungs today. But actually, um, there's lots of other conditions that can make us breathless. So if we have problems with our heart and our heart's working hard, um, we can get breathless with that. So people that have heart failure get breathless. Um, this Sometimes when we get anxious and panicky, we get breathless. So, you know, that can be a real, um, a, a, a something that's, um, you may not even have lung problems, but you might get breathless. And that may be around if you've got lots of anxiety and lots of stress. Actually, the way our body reacts to that can sometimes make us breathless. There's also lots of other things. And so um, before we sort of jump into talking about our lungs, it's probably worth, if you find yourself getting more breathless over time, really important to talk to your doctor about it because they might want to do some tests. They might want to do blood tests. They might want to do an X-ray, just look at your lungs. They might want to do some other breathing tests called spirometry, which um, some people have, and that helps us identify if you've got problems with your lungs. Um, and there may be some other tests as well, like some scans and things that they might decide to do as well. So it's really important to um, make sure you kind of know where that breathlessness is coming from because there's different ways of managing it. So it's, that's, I suppose, one of the really important things is to to just don't think that it's kind of normal. But There's always t- something that triggers it, though, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, there is, right. Murray. Um, but sometimes people just find they get more breathless over time. And, um, and that might be just part of the disease process, but it may be something else that's going on. Yeah. And so it is important to have a chat to your GP around, actually, gee, I'm getting more puffed. Maybe that you're just unfit, which... Hey, it could be that, but maybe it's not. Maybe there's something else going on that one that you can get onto things and um, get it checked out, and there might be some treatments for it. Uh, so yeah, I think it's really important to discuss that with with people with your GP um, around what you can do with that. So I suppose that's the first thing is um, actually identifying what's causing the breathlessness. 
Yeah. So I suppose moving on from there to kind of focusing into um, our lungs and our lung con- the lung conditions that we work with, and breathlessness is really common, particularly when you've got um, a flare-up of your asthma, you get breathless. And also if you've um, got severe or moderate to severe lung disease, you can get puffed and you can get breathless. So, and you get shorter breath when you're walking and it may be as you get, it gets a little bit worse, you're breathing, um, walking up hills and things like that. So probably, you know, those sorts of things, people get more puffed. Would you agree, Murray? Yeah, I do. I, yeah. It, it, not so much, well, hills as well, but even on the flat, you know, if, if you're going to walk a long distance, you know, you, yeah. you normally find, like, we find that, you know, and um, yes. you just got to stop and have a look around for a bit. Absolutely. So we're going to go through some of the things that um, you can do if you get breathless, because actually um, there's some really simple things that can that can make a really big difference to how you manage the breathlessness, because sometimes it can be a bit worrying and a bit frightening. Um, And so we'll talk a little bit about that as well. So why do we get breathless? As I said, there's lots of reasons why we get breathless. Um, But Mainly um, for people with asthma, we get breathless because our airways are getting tight and the um, the muscles around the breathing tubes get tightened and squeezed. And so um, when you've got asthma, you shouldn't feel like that all the time. So it may be if you've been exposed to a trigger. It might be when you've been out and there's been freshly mown grass and that's one of your triggers. Those airways tighten up. So you can use your inhalers, um, particularly your reliever inhaler that helps open the airways up and gets more air in. Um, anyone with asthma should have a regular preventer inhaler. So that's one that you take that reduces the inflammation in your airways. And so um, for someone with asthma, you might have patches where your, your asthma flares up, you get breathless. Um, you might have to take some more of your medication or you might have to go on some um, prednisone or steroid tablets. And that generally calms and settles that breathlessness down. I'm probably more going to focus on people that have long-term chronic lung disease. So that's um, conditions like emphysema, chronic bronchitis, sometimes asthma when it's been around for a long time it becomes chronic and so it kind of sits under the umbrella of chronic lung disease. So breathlessness is one of the main symptoms of um, that chronic lung disease. The other things including cough and um, phlegm and things like that. But we're going to focus on the breathlessness because that's generally the um, perhaps the thing that's really tricky to manage sometimes. Do you think, Murray, that that's yeah, probably I, I the, yeah. one uh, of the things that's hardest to get your head around perhaps? It is, yeah. 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 Like you, you think all, all sorts of things at the time, you know, but... In reality, you know, you've got to take a bit of a check on it and and do something about it. Yeah, and we get breathless because our lungs are just working really hard to breathe, okay? Because you've got damage in those lungs, um, normally your lungs, um, when you breathe in, they inflate, and when you breathe out, and they kind of deflate and relax. What happens when you get lung problems is that... um, Generally, it's not too bad breathing in, but actually the breathing out and getting that stale air out of your lungs actually becomes quite difficult. Um, And it's hard to empty out those lungs completely of that stale air. Um, And those airways collapse. 
Um, and that just makes those lungs have to work so much harder to breathe. So it's actually them, the, the lungs working hard to breathe is partly the reason why you get breathless. Um, it sometimes can be that your oxygen levels are a bit low, um, and but not always. So it's those lungs working really hard. When I um, go for a run, which is not very often these days, but if I went, I, I get puffed and I get breathless. That's my lungs working and they're just working over time and I get breathless. When I stop and rest, they settle down. Um, and it's a bit like um, when someone that has lung disease and their lungs are working really hard, they get breathless as well. They don't have to run. They might even only have to just walk to the door and back um, and they get breathless. So um, their lungs are working really hard. So... How do we manage that, I suppose? And um, some of, there's some really good written information out there about breathlessness and how we manage it. So um, some of the websites, uh, the Asthma and Respiratory Foundation of New Zealand provides some really good information about breathlessness. But we're going to run through some of those things today and have a bit of a chat about those. So how do we manage it? One of the things we can do is sort of um, pace ourselves and convince conserve energy so what does that mean it means just um, taking things a bit slower I suppose um, it's that's quite a hard thing to do and Murray you might agree um, particularly when life used to be you know you used to rush and do everything and you'd rush around and do this this and this yeah. and now actually it's hard to get the head around to just mm, pulling the reins on a bit and slowing down isn't it yeah 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 yeah. It is. yeah so it's maybe um, not doing everything all at once it's maybe if you're um, preparing tea, it's maybe preparing it in the morning so that by the evening most of it's done and when you're feeling a bit tired and exhausted, actually all you have to do is cook it. You don't have to prep it and then um, you can enjoy it at the end. It might be, um, you know, if you're a gardener, keen gardener, maybe it's getting raised beds so you don't have to get down on the ground and, you know, pottering around in those things. Um, maybe it's changing some of the things that you do and making it a little bit easier. So it might be if you're washing the dishes, if you get really puffed standing up washing the dishes, maybe it's getting a chair that you can sit on while you're doing it. So you're not actually using quite as much energy. And maybe you can um, get someone else to do some of those things for you. So it may be like we talked about gardening, mowing the lawns. If you're really struggling with mowing the lawns, it's good to keep active, but maybe it's saving that energy for something else you enjoy. So maybe it's getting one of the family to mow the lawns or um, getting someone, you know, hiring someone to do it. So um, conserving energy is a really helpful way. And it may be even simple things like um, if you get puffed in the shower, having a shower stall. So you can pop a shower stool in the, in, inside your shower so you can sit down and rest. Maybe just having a seat outside the shower so that when you've had your shower, you can sit down, wrap a towel around you and just let yourself dry. So it's having a wee think about things like that that make things life just a little bit easier so you can perhaps get out and do stuff that you enjoy a little bit more. Um, would you agree, Murray, some of those sort of things are kind of helpful? Yeah, it is, yeah. It, it's like you, you've really got to train yourself to rethink things, you know, and sometimes that's fairly hard to do, you know. You've been yeah. doing it all your life, and then all of a sudden, bang, you've got big changes to happen, and 
Yeah, so you got to try, yeah, and, try and, and alter it. And it, absolutely, and that's often the thing, isn't it? It is. Um, yeah. It's trying to get your head around to actually, I can get, I can still do it. Yeah. But I just have to do it perhaps either in stages or much slower than what what I did before. Yeah. Because um, yeah. yes. a lot of it you get it done in your mind, and then you're going to come to reality, <laughs> you know. It, yeah, and you it think, doesn't oh, happen. Actually, that's not going to work. <laughs> no, yeah. No. Yeah. So it, it and it is a bit of a time thing, and it does take time to sort of get your head around just doing that. Yeah. Um, and once you have though, it, it does make a difference, and it sort of calms you down a bit. Yeah. So you're not I so stressed agree. about getting yeah. things done like that. Um, the second thing is that's um, really important. Watch we should talk about is um, using a handheld fan now that seems kind of a simple thing but actually it's really helpful to calm and settle pe- people's breathing down so just a wee fan that you can buy um, at some of the um, the shops um, hold it about a foot away from your face turn it on just let the air move around in front of it that cool air just sends little You've got wee receptors on your face that um, pick up that ear movement and it sort of tells your breathing to calm and settle down. So really helpful for some people. And I, I've used one and yeah, I've used yeah. it quite often and they are good. Yeah, and a lot of people yeah. use sort of bigger stand-up fans yeah. in their room. But it's handy if you're out and about yeah. and you get breathless. You've just got something in your handbag, you can whip it out or in your man bag man, and whip man, it out po- in man bag. In your, oh, sorry, pocket. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and whip it out, hold it a foot yeah. away from your face and just let that air calm and settle things down so it's really helpful Um, so it's it's something to try easy pretty cheap way of doing it so um, after we we might just have a wee bit of a break Murray yeah how does that sound and then we'll get back onto it okay we'll take a short break here
Okay, we're back now with uh, Linda, and we're talking about breathlessness and how to manage it. Cool. Okay, let's keep going. Um, one of the other things is, is to getting yourself into a, a nice restful position when you do get breathless. So if you've been um, trotting around the house and you're getting pretty puffed, what you can do is you can just lean on the bench, so either sitting or um, sitting leaning on your table, just so you've sort of got yourself into a position where you're leaning over. It just helps give that a little bit more space in your um in your cavity to, to, for your lungs to work. Um, also just using a pillow and just popping your head on a pillow gently on, on, a, on a table. If you're standing up, you can lean on a, a high bench or even you can just kind of lean on the wall. Um, so getting yourself into a com- comfortable position really helps. The other thing that's really important is um, is getting uh, having a, some good breathing techniques. So of what to do when you uh, get breathless. How do I breathe? How do I calm that breathing down? Because that's when um, sometimes what happens is our normal reaction is to um, breathe faster if we get a bit scared and a bit frightened. Um, we breathe faster, our heart race. And it, in fact, it sort of sends up a bit of a spiral of more breathless, you yeah. get more anxious, you get more um, breathless, you get more anxious. So we don't want that to happen. So you have to remind yourself, actually, it's okay to be breathless. It's just part of my condition. It's part of what's happening. Um, and think about some of the um, good breathing techniques that perhaps you've learned. Um, and you probably will have learned some. You may not have, no one might not have actually shown Showing you how to do them, but you've actually just learnt them over time. A really good one is um, learning to breathe, and we call it pursed lip breathing. It's when you're breathing out, you kind of purse your lips up and you breathe out as if you're breathing out through a straw. Really helpful just to help clear that air out of your lungs, particularly when you're having a patch of really breath when you're really breathless. So just breathing in through your nose and then pursing your lips and breathing out as if you're breathing out through a straw. Really helpful. Another really helpful one is um, just breathing in and breathing out and trying to slow it down and and looking at a window or a door frame and when you're breathing along the short edge you're breathing in when you're breathing out sort of down the side the long edge do you understand what i'm talking about with that murray is yeah so on a window um you'd be looking at the short side breathing in and breathing out perhaps along the bottom if it's a long window breathing in breathing out so it's really what we're trying to do there is slow the breathing down and just um, breathe out slightly longer than what you're breathing in and else and also focusing on something else can actually be really helpful Um, so that's a really helpful tip if you're um, just getting pretty puffed and a bit pretty short of breath the other thing is to try and distract yourself uh, and maybe looking out the window Seeing, looking at the trees, watching the trees go, looking at the clouds, maybe even just looking out and looking at the colours. So that's kind of um, what we would talk about, maybe mindfulness. Mindfulness is, is thinking in the moment, I suppose. It's trying to um, look around, see what's happening. So it's just taking a moment and um, trying to just not focus on the breathing. You know it's there, but actually uh, looking at what's going on around you. The other really important thing is exercise. Now, when I say that to people, they go, but that makes me breathless. But in fact, actually, it will make you breathless. But actually, breathlessness is not really going to kill you. It's unpleasant, and I can appreciate that. But actually, um, 
being breathless is okay. Everyone gets breathless. Even people that don't have lung conditions get breathless. And we were talking about before with exercise. Um, actually, exercise is is, uh, is important because it keeps your muscles strong. If your muscles are strong, then you don't need quite as much o- oxygen to get around that body. So um, keep yourself in good physical shape means that you can do more. We have lots of exercise programs that we run, and you're very welcome to contact us about those if you're interested. Um, and they're designed for people with breathing problems. Um, so, And they aim at really looking at improving people's um, physical fitness and strength Um, but it's also getting amongst other people which is really important Uh, so exercise is great and Murray knows that because um, (laughs) he comes along to our groups Um, and it makes a big difference for people that that get puffed often what what happens is people get breathless they stop exercising their muscles get weak they get more breathless their muscles get weaker they get more breathless so if we can strengthen those muscles up we can give you some skills about managing that breathing actually it makes a really big difference to how people manage that breathlessness would would you agree murray with that yeah i do like exercise that's that's one of the biggest things really absolutely Um, i I think breathing comes first but the exercise Definitely is close. Yeah, second. well, it, yeah, you need to yeah. be able to breathe to get to the exercise. But yeah, that's um, right. yeah it, it's really important. Sometimes people struggle with that a little bit because actually they, um, because exercise makes them breathless, they sort of think, oh, I'm not going to do this. But actually, it's the very best thing for doing. Yeah. coming along and exercising because there's a lot of exercises that you can actually do at home absolutely um, yeah it doesn't yeah. mean you have to come to a group um, yeah. there's other things that we can organise and um, you can do at home and there's some DVDs and there's actually online videos now that are yeah. really helpful if you're interested in doing something but not at home I mean it might even be just setting something up going out for a walk regularly with a mate or, or something like that just yeah. to keep, keep working on it so that's really important now the next thing I is medication so medication can be helpful for some um, some breathless some tr- treatments for breathlessness but not always so once again it's thinking about uh, what's causing the breathlessness can medication help and it certainly can for some people and some things but it wouldn't be the first thing we jump to particularly really with people with um, severe lung problems um, so yeah so that's I suppose in a bit of a nutshell once again, we've kind of run out of time. We start talking and then we, we run out of time. But um, if you've got any, if you want to find out more, you're very happy to contact Asthma Otago, and that's our phone number is 03 471 6167, or you can email us on um, Asthma at um and we're really happy to help. Uh, and there's also lots of information online. So as I said before, the Asthma and Respiratory Foundation of New Zealand um, have a really good website and there's some information on there and they've got our link to, to contact us as well. Okay, well, thanks very much for that, Linda. Um, and until next month, keep breathing. Across the Airwaves with Lung Talk, presented by Asthma Otago. Tune in the first Wednesday of every month at 12 noon for information on how to better manage breathing problems on Otago Access Radio 105.4 FM. This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand On the Air.